Hi, welcome back to Bitcoin is Hard. Guys, I'm pumped for today. I'm your host, Brian Harrington. We're here with Kyle Murphy of Austin Bitcoin Club, and we're here with Michael Atwood of Oshi App. And here's the thing. Today, we're going to cover how Bitcoin is physically gaining physical footholds in towns, okay? There in Austin, we're going to hear about Austin, hear about the party coming up there and kind of how their meetup and their onboarding and businesses are interacting together. But I want, I don't think people realize how easy this is and how replicable this is. Okay. And so when you hear things about Austin or El Salvador or LA or New York or Miami or any of these things, I want you to walk away with, let's go build that in my town. That's what I hope you can walk away with today. And we're going to talk with these two guys about what they're doing in their town and what they're seeing with kind of grassroots Bitcoin and merchants and things like that. So with that, guys, introduce yourself and just give us the lay of the land on kind of what you're thinking in those areas. Yeah, so my name is Michael. So I'm the, I'm the founder of Oshi. Um, yeah, we're here in Austin now and uh, we're seeing a lot of success in onboarding businesses to Bitcoin, uh, accepting lightning payments, issuing Bitcoin rewards to their consumers. Um, you know, I got started up, up in Redding, California. Um, I was just frustrated with the fact that Whenever I had to approach somebody about Bitcoin, you typically had to go into, oh, central banking and like, you know, digital gold and inflation. And those are incredibly important things. But for most people, they just simply do not care. So my objective was to get a very clear, concise, practical way to get people involved in Bitcoin, to get sats in everyone's pockets, to get 1% at a time. Um, of Bitcoin on businesses' balance sheets. And, you know, we, we made Oshi just to make that easy for people. We have 14 businesses onboarded and or in the process of onboarding just on a single city street in Austin. So now the, the objective in a way is to set up these little events in every city across the nation, wherever there's a Bitcoin meetup, um, you know, it started in Reading. So yeah. Reading, you know, I was just kind of experimenting, talking to businesses, going door to door, like, hey, what do you think about Bitcoin? Hey, if you could accept it, would you? What would help you accept it? What would make it interesting for you? Hey, customers, like, if you could pay in Bitcoin and you would get this, these rewards, like, would you use it? And so on, right? Um, hundreds of businesses and hundreds and hundreds of conversations. Later, um, we had Oshi. So at that point in Reading, we're like, okay, can we, can we have this kind of this app where customers spend in Bitcoin, businesses accept Bitcoin, and they receive Bitcoin and rewards, um, is it going to work? So we, we tested it out. We had 18 businesses um, onboarded to accept, uh, onboarded to the Oshi app to accept Bitcoin um, and issue Bitcoin rewards to their consumers within a few months. Um, and, you know, if we knew that if we could do it in Redding, California, of all places, which is not a particularly like techie area, uh, very Bitcoin naive and so on, we knew that we could do it anywhere. So quickly, I raced over here uh to austin I, I met up with kyle murphy and you know kind of kind of the initiatives that he was setting up here and so kyle yeah tell us all about the initiatives what were you working on and then when'd you meet michael uh i landed here because i had heard about bit devs down at unchained capital i arrived there was regularly 150 bitcoiners meeting in a room once a month for me that was like Next level, 150 of my people every month. Like, all right, cool. This is where I live now. One thing led to another, led to another. Pleb Lab was a concept that spawned from our Austin Bitcoin Club meetups where a handful of people started talking to us very early on about, we'd love to get devs together semi-regularly, mini hackathons, like a whole bunch of ideas were popped up. Shortly after announcing that we were going to host Pleb Lab, Michael reached out to me in DMs and was like, I think we should have a chat. It was a no-brainer that uh, Oshi and Michael needed to be a part of Pleb Lab. 
I basically told him he wasn't allowed to go home to California. I was like, you live here now. So welcome to Texas. Now we take what Oshi is and, and take the power of Bitcoin to the people and start onboarding these businesses. Love that. Was it an immediate fit of the philosophy of kind of what Oshi is trying to do with merchant adoption with kind of the Bitcoin scene in Austin? Well, I mean, from my viewpoint, it was completely aligned with my goals. Uh, I have some pretty lofty goals. How far down the rabbit hole we want to go in this podcast for that is, is up for debate. But I would love to see this become the first Citadel city state on an entirely Bitcoin standard. We secede from Texas and become our own nation. Uh, so for me, the idea of onboarding businesses is just kind of the start. We need every sector of industry to be on a Bitcoin standard. So it was a natural fit in my viewpoint. But if you just tone it down just a bit and you just go with the kind of ethos of like, we're all looking to try and get everything on a Bitcoin standard. We believe in the power of Bitcoin. We believe what it can do for small business and community. Then it was also still just a pretty natural fit. And here in Austin, it seems like people are pretty open to the concept of Bitcoin around town. And, and I'll let Michael speak on that. It's been a night and day difference from starting in Reading and then coming to Austin. Uh, you know, whenever I say like 14 businesses that we've onboarded in us, and that's happened in a matter of weeks, um, we didn't have some big team going out door to door. Um, the reality is that the hardest part is just sitting down with the owner, finding the owner and their incredibly busy schedules. <laughs> Many of them own more than one business. Um, so that's both a good and bad thing. The good is that if you can get one of them, they might have another few businesses for you that they're willing to get onto a Bitcoin standard. The bad is that you might take weeks just to sit down with them. Uh, fortunately, of the businesses that we've sat down with, there's about an 85% conversion rate. So if you can sit down and show them, you know, in this case, Oshi is, is my tool that I use. It's my it's my Bitcoin evangelist tool that, I, that I've made and I use. 85% um, chance what we're seeing that they're going to be like, yeah, let's do it. It makes a lot of sense for them. And it makes sats for the, for the whole community too. So it's, it's a good fit. Both of your mental models about the future, when you think about Bitcoin financial services and you think about adoption, you both operate with Bitcoin is the money standard inside our lifetime. Yeah. Yes. Are there any misconceptions about that that you think the mainstream hodler has about like kind of how Bitcoins or how businesses are moving on to a Bitcoin standard? Yeah. So I imagine that most people and myself included, whenever they think about uh, businesses accepting Bitcoin, they probably think, yeah, well, they're, they're not going to hold it. Like they're going to sell it. They're going to they don't actually want it. Maybe we can just leverage the lightning network, the efficiencies of it, the no chargeback to low or near zero payment processing fees. So on. we can leverage that and get them in that way. The reality is that most of the businesses that we onboard are holding the Bitcoin. They are keeping the Bitcoin. So what I initially thought was this point of like contention, like, oh, no, don't worry, don't worry. You don't have to hold it. You can exchange it for dollars if you like. You can use OpenNote or whatever. Um, actually isn't that big of a deal. They're actually keeping most of it because of let's say just 1% of their sales go into that. What I'm finding is that most businesses are actually like, oh, I've been looking for like a way to get involved. This sounds great. Instead of going out to Coinbase, I'm going to buy it by selling my products and services. And I'm just going to hold on to it. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing. So that's what I've experienced from my side too. Um, Kyle, do you have anything to add on that? I Yeah, I do a little bit. I So I would also say, I mean, just standing in line last night, I actually 
went up to get another round of tacos. I, I hadn't had enough my first round. So I, I got back on Oshi. I ordered two more tacos. I get in line. Some guy comes up and taps me on the shoulder. He's like, do they sell tacos here? And I'm like, yes, they do. I was like, and they accept Bitcoin. And he looked at me. He's like, they accept Bitcoin. I was like, yeah, I just bought my tacos on Bitcoin. And he was like, well, I have Bitcoin, but like, why would I want to spend my Bitcoin? Shouldn't we just hold it forever? Like the value is going to keep going up. Like, why would I want to spend it? And, and that gets into the point that I want to touch on, which is that I kind of explained to him. I was like, yes, I like I I understand that narrative. Like the value is still going to go up. However, you reach a certain point in your like hodling career, if you will, right? Where you're like, okay, I start to understand that that number go up, that like that the technology of number go up, like it happens as more people start to participate and understand the same philosophy that I do. And one of the best ways we can do that is to take this grassroots thing and go get local businesses, local community, local people involved in that same ecosystem so it's like i can go spend dollars and that's fine it's easy it works it's i know it's losing value versus the bitcoin but i have a little bit of bitcoin i can throw in a checking account in my in my wallet right it's like i you put a little bit of value in there and then that value becomes exponentially more valuable as i take it and spread that value into my ecosystem so i'm very happy to participate occasionally spending some of my Bitcoin in my community because at, at large on the long time scale, that helps the whole ecosystem grow, which helps number go up technology, which is part of why I hold the Bitcoin in the first place. And then what's more with different tools and, and infrastructure being built around it, like you have Strike, right? People can spend dollars from their checking account, zoom it over the Lightning Network, and they're not actually spending their Bitcoin, but they are helping to facilitate, you know, that, that transaction and that growth of a, of a Bitcoin circular economy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Three more questions. I want to talk about what tools or services are businesses asking for that, um, we may not have filled yet in like kind of Bitcoin, like, uh, app and service world, uh, combined with what Bitcoin or service do you want that you can't see yet? So what do businesses want that we haven't seen yet? What do you want that we haven't seen yet? And then tips for other people starting this, um, in their town. Say they love everything they're hearing. How do they get started in their town? And then we'll wrap by just giving everyone the date of the that December 2nd party. Yeah. So one of the things for, for me that I've seen is POS integrations um, would be nice. Uh, you know, businesses do manage their inventory. And while let's say someone pays in Bitcoin, they can basically just chalk that up to a cash transaction. But then later, maybe they would have to go and like kind of reconcile that and see, okay, how much Bitcoin do we get? Basically, whenever you close the register, you kind of have to take, okay, how much cash do we have? Count the drawers. How much, you know, credit card do we have? Okay, add it up. Is it all adding up? Boom, distribute the tips. Well, now it's like, how much cash do we have? Okay, how much digital peer-to-peer -peer cash do we have? Bitcoin. Okay, count that up. Credit cards. Like, so it adds an additional step. Being able to consolidate that and also keep track of inventory in that way would be super nice. Um, we try to make that pretty easy with the OSHI app in terms of just like you just buy the voucher, you show it, the business can then just like, okay, yeah, cash transaction. They can then reconcile that later. Something that I would like to see more of is maybe some sort of open API where a business can use their own node, but on the back end, they could like more easily loop out to get dollar liquidity if they would like. That would be a huge thing. Additionally, just easier onboarding. And that's coming, by the way, to these various Lightning service providers. Like that is coming. 
it's going to be fantastic. Uh, so we're talking like they'll be able to onboard with, you know, an open node or, you know, uh, Ebex, uh, you know, voltage, like really, really fast. Um, but then the liquidity on the other end is, is important too. I think he already touched on this, but I, I like a little bit of like a way to do kind of like all of the standard tools for like tracking finances and some of the more traditional like um, – so word I'm looking for, just like data analytics for like your business behind the scenes on the Bitcoin and dollar network. Um, Oshi does some of that. We also have another guy in the office, John, who's working on his products app, right? Bitcoin invoicing and it's future roadmap looks like a lot of exactly that kind of stuff. So I, again, I'm pretty optimistic as Michael has pointed out that a lot of the services that these businesses are looking for are just around the corner. Um, if not already out there and just kind of not known, what would I like? Honestly, if I could just get one thing, I would really like to see a, a rollout of more Bitcoin through NFC transactions. Uh, I would love to be able to like pay for my Oshi meals by just like scanning the microchip in my hand on like a, on a tablet at the bar. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> All right, let's close with what are your tips for how other cities could get started? First and foremost, getting out there and actually, you know, hitting the streets, like proof of work. That's a, that's a huge deal. Like kind of this whole thing of like, get off your ass, stop shit posting on Twitter as much, you know, stop watching as many YouTube videos, stop listening to as many podcasts and let's start getting out there and actually acting instead of just talking about acting or talking about, you know, what it, things could be. We have the tools. We have the Lightning Network. We have Bitcoin's notoriety, which is ever increasing as number goes up. We have all of these things. There is a giant wave coming and we need to get as many people onto Bitcoin as we can. So what, how I look at Oshi is like this weaponized Bitcoin evangelism tool. You can use it as a way to easily onboard businesses. I just walk into the business. I say, hey, I have this Bitcoin app. It allows you to reward your customers in Bitcoin whenever they shop and support local businesses. Um, so you can run any promotion you want. You can run any sort of, you know, you, you can put any product or service on the app that you'd like. Um, and it saves you money in processing fees. And using that saved money, you can actually give your customer rewards back. Um, most of them are really eager to try that, as we discussed earlier. But additionally, a strategy that we've started to incorporate is hosting these events, like in your city. Have an event where you're basically like, okay, let's, let's go to these businesses. You can use Oshi as a tool to power this event, by the way, where you want to do a big Bitcoin event where you get sponsors from various Bitcoin companies to sponsor the Satsback rewards. Oshi is just a tool that the businesses can onboard, accept the Bitcoin, and then issue the Satsback rewards. What our strategy has been, we get some sponsors and all of that, that, that sponsor money will go like pretty much entirely to the plebs, to the community and Satsback. Um, so you approach the business and say, hey, we're going to have like 100 people coming or 200 people or 300 people or whatever you think you can muster up. You say, they're all ready to spend their Bitcoin and earn Bitcoin rewards and to sweeten the deal for you. 
we're even going to throw in like big deals. You know, we'll give, we'll do free beer. We'll subsidize that for you because we want to show you and the entire community just how powerful this whole Bitcoin thing is. And it's a great way to differentiate yourself and your business from all the other businesses out there and get your feet wet in Bitcoin in a way that makes sense for you. Probably the first time, you know, ever. Um, so taking that model and getting all of these Bitcoin meetups across the country, you know, with or without Oshi, like whatever, like it, Oshi just makes it really freaking easy. But take that model and start implementing it in communities all over the country. It's not that hard. It just requires a little proof of work. You got to get off our ass. <laughs> I love talking about Bitcoin too. Trust me. <laughs> but I quickly realized that it wasn't enough. <laughs> so I, I agree completely on the fact that it, it's just time for the proof of work portion of what we're doing here. I think we all have these visions, these ideas for like what the future can look like with Bitcoin, what our community could look like with Bitcoin. And that's great. It's great to have vision. Without vision, there's nothing that gives you that kind of incentive to then take action. But now you've had the vision and it's time to take the action. There, there's literally no purpose in having the vision if you don't take that vision and go build it. And with or without Oshi, with or without Bitcoin sponsorships, with or without the ability to get two or 300 people to a block party sized event, what do you think your community could look like on a Bitcoin standard? So like in your local community, go and do it. And you have Oshi. We can give you the tools that make it that much easier. I love it, guys. I'm very thankful for what you're working on. I'm very thankful to uh, just be a part of choice and be able to sponsor this block party coming up on December 2nd. People are listening to this before the 2nd. Make sure you're on Rainy Street. Um, and yeah, no, thank you for what you're working on. Close us out with details for December 2nd. December 2nd, what we'll do is we'll start with the standard location for our Austin Bitcoin Club meetup, which is at 701 Brazos Street downtown at Capital Factory. We'll be on the eighth floor. That starts at 6.30 p.m. We'll make sure that everybody has what they need because you will need to have Oshi downloaded. You'll need to have a Lightning wallet funded with sats. This is your pre-advanced warning. Do it now. I'll go into the office. I'll grab my Bitcoin flag and we will march the mob down to Rainy Street. Um, for those of you who somehow managed to miss the first portion of things, it will be at 74 Rainy Street. I imagine we will probably leave the Capital Factory where the Austin Bitcoin Club meetup is 7.15, 7.30 at like the absolute latest. And then it's a 15, 20 minute walk down to Rainy Street. And we'll be there until uh, vendors want to go home. So that's the game plan. Love it. No, thank you guys for what you're working on. Very pumped to be there. Very pumped to meet everyone. So we'll leave it there. Hey all, this is Brian. You can reach me on Twitter at Brain Harrington. Shoot me a DM with any feedback from today's episode. This has been a Choice App production. Bitcoin is becoming centric to personal finance and we want to help you learn how to better engage with Bitcoin financial services. None of this is financial advice and is for education and entertainment only.